what's up what's up everybody this is your boy orlando j and welcome back to another episode of the o johnson podcast where i'm your host orlando j and i am super excited to bring you guys this hot topic for today um so as you guys know i do have a special guest in the building and i'm excited to have her on the show um i'm super looking forward to dialoguing with her she's a super bright young lady she has a lot going on um it's crazy because i actually uh, stumbled across her her information uh, in the podcast circle so she actually does her own podcast and i was able to locate her podcast talking about divorce so I'm super excited about getting into it with her. It's going to be so much fun. Um, I know she's down at the green room. She's a little nervous, but, you know, she's going she's gonna to come out all right. As you guys know, I'm always sipping my tea doing these podcast segments, and I, I actually advise all of my guests to do the same, to just overcome those little jitterbugs, you know. Um, everybody's always a little nervous uh, whenever we first start the podcast, but once we actually get into it, it smooths out i promise so in classic fashion you guys know how i do here since i do have a special guest in the building i'm going to go ahead and jump right into her information and her website is ibfancy.com that's correct you heard it right ibfancy.com and she sells all sorts of different things i can't even get into everything that this woman does she's like a travel agent apparel fashion designer i mean you name it she pretty much does it all and obviously she does all of the modeling and everything on her own which is super dope uh i do work with a lot uh, actually one of my sponsors uh for these podcasts is actually a fashion designer as well um and so i work with a lot of fashion people but never have i seen anyone do all the work themselves and she puts in all the work herself so that definitely deserves a round of applause now she can't hear the round of applause but if she's tuned into my episodes before she knows that they are there uh, along with my price is right tag and all sorts of other sounds that i have going on in the background so uh without further ado everyone i would like to go ahead and jump right into it and bring my guest in the building Ooh, excuse me everybody <laughs> i'm definitely gonna cut that out of the podcast uh everybody welcome in miss joy how you doing today man Awesome, man. I'm doing well, doing well. First of all, thank you for taking the time to come speak to me today. Um, I know that we've, I reached out to you like a while ago just to kind of set the parameter and just say, hey, look, I want to bring you in. It's it's crazy dope how it all worked out because I've been doing segments with different men and bringing them in the show and just speaking, speaking to them about their experiences and giving people an opportunity to see through the lens of a man's eye to see how difficult it is sometimes to overcome the the social norms based on what manhood should look like uh how we should approach a woman what we should have together before bringing a woman into our life and it's it's definitely amazing what you hear if you listen if anybody's been following the show you guys know that different men come on and they share all sorts of different scenarios and people are like wow really touched by it so um i figure right now is the good time to bring a woman on to hear her voice to allow her to speak about her experiences and she has some experiences that she can help some people with maybe navigate some of these different areas within their lives as she sips her tea 
Uh, <laughs> but anyways, Joy, how you doing today, man? Thank you for coming on to the show. You're welcome. I'm good. A little nervous, but oh, I'm good. Like Why are you so nervous? Why are you nervous? I don't know. <laughs> you do your own podcast. You're a business marketing guru but i get it you know it, nervousness is good sometimes because it keeps it gives us a sense of humility about what we do and it kind of gives us a level of respect for the art right so it does take some work to do this you know mentally yeah. emotionally you know it takes some work a lot of people don't know what goes on behind the scenes they just see the the information and they're just like oh wow yeah cool awesome you do a podcast but yeah if they right. only knew so I have some questions for you tonight, and I'm hoping to jump right into these questions, and hopefully we can dialogue and have some uh, an amazing discussion, okay? So, okay. you're going to be representing, for the first time on your own, on my show, the African-American <laughs> woman and all of the adventures that she gets into, right? Um, and it's from my understanding, you are a single mom as well, right? Almost. Almost, almost, okay, almost, almost. Okay, we're going to get into that a little later. We're going to get into that a little later. All right, cool. So let me give you guys a backdrop on how I found Joy. So I was in the podcast circle, just browsing, trying to see who I can make a connect with. And I saw her podcast about uh, my divorce. Let's talk about it or just listen. I can't remember exactly what you titled it. And I was like, oh, this is intriguing. So I listened to it and I found the story to be truly awesome so i was like wow let me reach out to her and see if she'd be willing to come on to the show she was like yes i'm willing to come on and talk about it she didn't hesitate which thank you again for that so now everybody that comes on the show i always ask them the same question but it's with a little twist everybody that tunes in know what this question is i talked about it a little bit with you down in the green room so i'm gonna ask you this question but it's a twofold question, okay? Question one, how would you define manhood as a woman? Now, let me put this disclaimer out there. If you got any booze or anybody watching, <laughs> they're gonna get hopefully the real answer, right? Um, we wanna know as African-American male or men in general, how does the woman define manhood? I think that's a really healthy question. You have the floor, my friend. Okay. So I grew up thinking, you know, that a man is supposed to be strong. They're supposed to provide. And a lot of times, being that we have that mentality, sometimes we think that that's all that is supposed to happen. And when mm -hmm. you're married... A man is supposed to be the leader, you know, they're supposed to be the head of the household, especially in Christianity, you know, they really stress that a lot. Right. You know, you submit to the man, he's supposed to be, you know, the strong one. But there are a lot of other characteristics that we forget about. Um, just because you're a man, you have to do more than be strong and you have to do more than provide. You have to also be compassionate and loving and caring, and you have to consider your partner. As a woman, you don't want to feel less than 
the man in the relationship. You want to feel as if you're equal within your boundaries. You don't want to overstep your boundaries because mm. the man is supposed to lead. But you, on the other hand, should not feel inferior to who they are. Mm. Wow. That right there, I must have put you in B flat. You're, you're a Christian, right? So you probably understand that lingo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was awesome, man. So essentially, uh, a man is, while he is a leader, he must also understand how to be attentive to other aspects of his being, of his nature, right? So um, every man that comes on the show always define manhood completely different, right? Because it's based on the man and his experiences through life and how his experiences altered his path, whether it be through a relationship or a breakup or in this case, a divorce. So every man has had a shaping moment in his life that has altered his perspective on manhood. You know, it's really right. good that you said that a man has to be in tune with his emotional side, right? Because it's, it's like emotional intelligence. Um, right. I always define manhood as the embodiment of the all of life. I grew up Christian. Um, I have a little bit more unorthodox uh, belief now, uh, but I do not, um, you know, downplay my Christian, my Christianity, my, my path in Christianity, because it definitely played a huge part in my life to where I am now um, and the person that I am now. Uh, but I have learned along the way as a man. Now, let me back you up on something that you said. As a man, we have uncles, cousins, fathers in some cases um and even angry mothers okay that tell us big boys don't cry they tell us right. that men are supposed to handle business all right you right. need to be able to man up okay but we never really truly define what man up actually really means in reality man up means that i need to not just be aware of my surroundings and the people that I'm connected to, but I also need to be aware of the emotional well-being of my significant other, the emotional well-being of my friends and my family and my kids. And so if you're in tune emotionally, then you're able to rationalize without being overly egotistical about your circumstances or the person that you're involved with. Period. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that as a woman, a single, a single woman who who's meeting, meeting men, and a lot of times you're dealing with these egos, right? Uh, do you find, and I want, your, I want your honest answer, give me the truth, all right? Mm -hmm. I don't need the political version. I need the real version. Yeah. When, you're, when you're being approached, right? And I don't know if you're single or not, but I'm just going to ask this question. When you're being approached by any man, do you find that you place priority on your accomplishments or do you place priority on your femininity? Trick question. When meeting, when meeting people, I don't even mention my accomplishments mm, at okay. all. That's good. Um, I would rather somebody get to know me for me rather than what I have done or am doing because Sometimes people will take that, oh, well, she's doing this. So sometimes people will latch onto you just because they think you have something good going for yourself. They're called, they're called I, vampires. And leeches. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and I don't want that. Even in my friendships, you know, I'm very skeptical about who I let into my inner circle because I'm really big on relationships. I take all of them very seriously. And... Mm -hmm. I just don't like to be played with. 
That's awesome, man. You guys, for those of you who are listening in, and I truly apologize, she's dropping some real nuggets. And I want you guys to comment down below and let us know what you think about some of the things that are being said. First thing she said that a man should be emotionally in tune overall with his with his overall well-being as a man. Right. Then she said when she approaches or when she's being approached, she never brings her accomplishments to the table. She's always trying to figure out who that person is, what their what their angles are. So you guys chime in down below, uh, especially if you're a single woman or if you're a single man. What do you find more valuable? Do you look for the what that person has going on in their life over the looks, the appearance, uh, how they approach you? What are your thoughts? Chime in down below. Let us know. If I see your comments, I'm definitely going to bring them on the screen because I am watching. All right. Enjoy. If you see anything anyone says, definitely let me know because I don't know if you have it up, if you could see it on your side. Um, My screen froze. Oh, no. That's okay. It'll come back. As long as you can hear me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. So here's my next question to you. How long were you married? Because now I want to I want to segue a little bit into your marriage and kind of, you know, who you were back then. I believe that we as human beings, we go through different dimensions of experiences. Right. In one lifetime, because I'm pretty sure you're not the same joy you were two years ago. You're completely different joy. Right. Right. Exactly. So how long were you married and how long did all of this transpire? Well, technically, I'm still married. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been married for a year and a half. Um, we went to high school together, prom, college. College. Uh, so but you guys were like sweethearts back in the day. Back in the day. Okay. All right. Keep talking. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we went to prom together, uh, college. Unfortunately, we ended up breaking up in college or whatnot. I had my daughter, and then sometime after, we were always keeping touch. I mean, we still remain friends. So throughout all of those years, we were still in contact with each other. Um, got married last year in January, and mm. that's it. That's it. So <laughs> it sounds like you guys pretty much went through all of life together pretty much from from high school you guys got together you were together in college was a lot of your decisions based on your relationship with him if you can answer that honestly like what college you went to all of that stuff staying local definitely okay all right would you would you do something different would you would you go back if you could go back would you change what you did would you go to a different school would you yeah um, if it wasn't for him, I never would have went to the illustrious Winston Salem State University. All okay? right, okay, let me put a hand clap on that. <laughs> but okay. um, yeah, I don't know what college I would have went to. I only went there for him, but I ended up liking it. We ended up breaking up, I think, um, beginning of my sophomore year. So after that, um, I come from a very small town, so. There wasn't really much to do. Shout out to the small towns. Yes. Winston (laughs) was very different for me. And I was just, you know, trying to find my way, what I wanted to do. So, yeah, he played a huge part. Okay. All right. So you wouldn't change that aspect. So in in essence, he, he did... 
he did level up your your confidence a bit as it relates to like you finding that confidence. I'm gonna go to college. I'm gonna get this education, so on and so forth. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. We could put an applause on that. We we have to embrace the positive the positive side of it. Right. <laughs> so we can't just look at it from one angle. We got to look at it from both sides of the fence. The positive right. side is you were able to find some level of confidence that you can move and elevate yourself to higher levels of thought. The negative side of it, you were kind of chasing all of, you can ask, tell me if I'm wrong on this, but it seems like, because I don't want to misstate, were you, did you find yourself chasing this dream based on what he had for you? And you just kind of owned it and then just walked into that. Is that the case? Um, I wouldn't say that he had a dream for me, but wherever he went, I wanted to go. You know how you be young and dumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're in love or and infatuation. You know, <laughs> yes <laughs> and so like I had never traveled the school was about two hours and a half away from my hometown so it was I just wanted to be far away wherever he went I wanted to go okay so, all right so yeah that's that's the typical you know you're young you're infatuated it's new everything's fresh you know you're feeling things you never felt before your hormones are raging right. all kind of stuff is happening all right <laughs> all kind of stuff i get it i get it. i've been there i've been there um so let me ask you this how long were you guys in a relationship and it seems like a long at least a solid maybe five or six years but maybe i'm wrong but how long were you in a relationship before you decided, I want to spend the rest of my life with you? This is it. This is what I'm going to do. You're the person I want to be with. Well, we were on and off for like years. Okay. But it never was like a consistent, you know, it was never consistent years. Okay. But, um,. And um, I want to say maybe in 2018, um, I was living with my grandmother and my grandfather had got really, really sick. Mm -hmm. And so um, the doctors had gave him six months to live. And um, before he left, I wanted to make something of myself. So I always made it a goal to graduate from college. Um, I wished he would have lived long enough to walk me down the aisle mm -hmm. whenever I was going to have a wedding. But um, I made a couple promises to him, which I never mentioned to anybody. Okay. And I just wanted him to be proud of me. So that was, he played a part in me becoming married as well. Okay, that's huge, man. Um, and it sounds like you're more emotionally connected to that version of the story than you are all of the past experiences you've had, like with your with your ex and different things like that. Am I am I right in understanding that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So, since we kind of have a little backdrop story, and now I'm going to explain a little bit about what I read on the podcast, and I want everybody to be clear. First of all, I need to know you guys are in the building. Send me some likes, some hearts. Share this with your family and friends. This is going to be definitely inspiring. We have this young lady coming in, opening up, being vulnerable, talking about her divorce and her past experiences and what shaped who she is. A very successful young lady today who's half 
single mom partially not quite <laughs> as she explained it <laughs> who's doing her thing um so you guys definitely share this comment let me know you guys are here down below let me know what you think about this topic um how can we better build the black community and elevate people to a higher level so that we can continue to have healthy relationships, healthy marriages, so on and so forth. And thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. Now, here's what I want to ask you. Since I already know that you guys had a friendship prior to jumping into college, I know that you guys were already kind of um, uh, involved heavily would you say you guys being forced into marriage was heavily predicated upon your faith? Was it outside influences that said, you're going to get married, he's the man for you? Was it family? What were the influences? Um, I don't think I'm easily influenced. Okay. I think it was something that we both wanted to do, something that we both agreed on doing and that was just what we did when we got married we didn't tell nobody mm -hmm. until after the fact we went to um um wherever we was it was in <laughs> Fayetteville North Carolina shout out we to went. North Carolina by the way let me put a round of applause on North Carolina <laughs> all right I'm from Louisiana but I currently reside in the city of Miami Florida um, definitely a huge change in culture, but keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was really nobody's influence but our own. I mean, I'm not easily influenced, so it's nothing that nobody can really tell me to do unless I want to do it. Mm, I feel you. And that's just that I am woman, hear me roar, or is it just like, no, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> No, I mean, that's just how I've always been. Like, either I'm with something, if I'm with it, I'm with it. If I'm not, I'm not. And you're going to know either way. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. That definitely deserves a round of applause. That's strength right there. That is strength. Um, I have a question to ask you that's really uh, related to um, – just more of, oh hold on we got some comments coming through and i share them on the screen so you got some fans and some support up in here okay so you have raya marie who said joy with the heart emoji you got miss nay nay whittington who said miss well, my sis joy i put that on the screen uh <laughs> you have kendrick duan i don't know if i'm saying that right gave you a heart emoji um raya said it's buffering my bad mariah i can't help that uh <laughs> you got clarissa walks by faith says yes north carolina in the building so shout out to all of your people who are here to support thank you guys so much uh for tuning in make sure you share this stream with your family and friends we're trying to heal the black community overall uh and invoke healthy manhood and healthy conversation all right so Here's my question to you. This may mm -hmm. be a trick question, but I think you can answer it honestly. What do you feel is the current state of the African-American male at this current time? Since you've been involved before, uh, married, uh, I don't know what your current status is. I keep saying that. I'm going to ask you that in a second, so get ready. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and um, so what do you think? the state and you could be honest because this is an honest podcast and if we can't 
if as black men we can't take honestly you don't need to be in this podcast this is a very transparent podcast all right right so with the facts let's go ahead and drop the air horn on that so um how would you define the current state of the african-american male based on your experiences as a single successful black entrepreneur black woman out here in these streets doing her thing define that for us oh wow i don't i honestly don't even know i feel like black men have a lot of pressure on them as it is especially with how everything is going now all of the killing and the violence and um i feel like we don't give them enough room to understand what their emotions are we don't allow them to even talk about emotions because like i said it before you know they have to be strong and we're not supposed to be their weak side mm. so to be a black man i don't just thinking about it is terrifying to me because in relationships and in society you know sometimes they probably seem like they're inferior because you know you're not supposed to show your weak side and even in society if you look the wrong way you may end up shot or dead right so I, it's just i don't i don't like to think about it okay so yeah so you sympathize with the with the culture of america Right. Definitely. Um, America has and let, me, let me put this disclaimer right there. This may be a controversial statement. I don't think black people, black American, black African-American people are truly not attached to their ancient culture. Right. That part of ourselves have been stripped from us. The only thing that we really know is the Americanized version of the story. And so we just kind of embrace all of that and make it our own uh, from hip hop to religion to spirituality. I mean, we've kind of just owned that space and we've just walked into that. Um, and right. so that alone deserves a round of applause to every brother or sister out there that's just kind of walking into it and trying to put it together uh, based on, you know, if you have a single parent home or single mother, single father, it's difficult for a woman to truly understand how to fully raise a man and vice versa or a man to fully raise a woman without that divine masculine or that divine, that divine feminine being a part of the process. Um, and so and there's a lot of factors behind that. Right. I'm not even this is not a political podcast, so I'm not trying to really go down that route. But I really appreciate your answers, though, because they definitely hit home to me and I'm sure they hit home for everyone else. But I need everyone that's in the room. We almost have 20 people in the room. I need you guys to comment down below. Let us know your thoughts behind that. What do you think is the um, is a def is the, st the current state of the African-American male. How do you sympathize with where we are as black men here in America um, and just men overall, right? Because most of society is patriarchal. It's slowly shifting because the woman is kind of owning her own rights. These women are stepping up and, um, you know, it's, it's a whole conversation to be had behind that. Um, which brings me to my next question, Joy. What is your current status? Because you keep teeter-totter around in these, <laughs> these statuses and stuff like that. So let's go ahead on the record. You don't have to say who it is, but it seems like there is something going on there. So, yeah, go ahead. Talk about that a little bit. Talk about what? 
<laughs> what is your <laughs> what is your current status? Are you single currently? Are you seeing someone? I'm not seeing anyone. I am still married. Oh, okay. Okay. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My bad. So she's still married legally. Okay. Legally. So therefore she cannot see anyone. Okay. Thank you for correcting that. I'm, I forgot just that quick. Talk about what the, what the current status is in the state of North Carolina. Cause it seems to be different from, from state to state as far as like divorces. What do you guys have to go through to finalize all of that process? Um, there are different types of divorces. Um, the main type is that you have to be separated for a year and a day in order to get a legal divorce. Okay. So, so you say you have to be separated for a day, a, a year and a day. Why the day? I don't understand that. I have no idea, but that's what we were told. Wow. So, Okay. All right. Here is a bonus question. And we have a we have a couple of things coming through the building. Uh, Clarissa said that's true. I don't know what part is, but that's okay. I'm going to put it on the screen. She's saying that's true. I'm assuming that something that we said in our previous dialogue she's referring to. Uh, is Clarissa someone you know? She's my cousin. Oh, what's up, cousin? Cuz is in the building. How you doing, Cuz? Thank you for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. She's also an entrepreneur as well. Okay, so we got another entrepreneur in the building. Let me go ahead and like those statuses up. You guys make sure that you uh, show some love to the entrepreneurs, guys. Uh, shout out to you guys for um, taking that step and um, launching your own businesses. And let me tell you, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. All right, let me just put that disclaimer out there. It's not for everybody, okay? Look, if you're not the entrepreneur type, there's no judgment, all right? You're just great at helping people elevate their companies, and you can you can really boss up in that, right? You can become a six-figure person, handling your business. So let me just put that disclaimer out there because it seems to be a lot of miscommunication about that. Uh, everybody seems like, oh, we need to be an entrepreneur in order to be seen deemed as successful in the eyes of our peers. And I really don't understand that concept. So um, right. so if you're not an entrepreneur, it's cool. Joy is hiring. I'm sure she's looking for somebody to do some work for. <laughs> it's fine. I do need some help. <laughs> there you go. Put the plug out there. Place in the resume. Ibefancy.com. It's at the top of the screen. You guys <laughs> go there right now. Show some love. Okay. All right. Joy. Yes. What would you do differently? Would you change anything about your past marriage, even though you're currently still married legally? But you're pretty much divorced. Um, <laughs> what would you do differently uh, in this situation? We talked about a lot. And, I, and let, me, let me go ahead and put some recaps in there just to kind of break down what we went through. The first question I wanted to know is obviously how you define manhood. But outside of that, we also talked about uh, your, your reasonings to marriage. Was it, was it predicated upon religion, spirituality, your family? different things like that. So you broke that down for me. You're not easily influenced. Then you talked about how you had an emotional connection to someone passing away and you wanted to be involved with them seeing you walk across that stage, but you did not diminish the impact that your, uh, your ex-husband had on your life uh, 
as far as pushing you into that into that level. Now, since we know that, I want to know what would you do differently in all of that? What would you change? Um, I think that I would probably have waited to get married. Um, I also have a four-year-old daughter. I probably would have had her later on in life, mm. if at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I one thing that I really wish that I would have done was went to grad school after undergrad because I'm now in grad school, and okay. you know, with marriage and a child and school and business is a little hectic. So those are about the only things that I would change. You know, just waiting. I don't like to wait. Seem like I just got to have it right then. So I wish I, I would have just waited, you know. Maybe we could have done, you know, counseling before we got married. That's probably something I would have done. That's a big one. Counseling. Listen, my fellow African American brothers and sisters, if you're in this live streaming under the tune of my voice if you're seeing someone and you're seriously serious about them i am married my wife and i have two kids kids are a lot of work emotional work the physical part is a whole nother beast within itself but the emotional aspect of being a father or a mother on top of being married is a lot what i recommend is seeing a counselor before you get married there are so many layers to marriage that you just don't see with the naked eye this instagram and facebook stuff that we see is this instant gratification that everybody likes to put on a front show for it's not what really happens behind closed doors there's a lot of conversations there just think of it this way right if you a petty person Right. Which means that when you come into your house, you don't like your shoes to be on the left side. You like your shoes to be on the right side. But the person that you married to like they shoes to be on the left side versus the right side. Something as simple as that can lead into somebody getting cursed out for no apparent reason and leading it to all sorts of different arguments that could have been avoided had you just taken counseling or consulted with someone that could have helped you navigate those type of emotions. Uh, One of the best advices that I got when I went through my counseling session before I got married was if it's something that you don't like about what your significant other is doing, then you have to learn how to own that space, which means that she may not do it. So then you have to do it if you're willing to accept her for who she is at that current moment. The moment that you say that you're willing to get married, you're agreeing to marry the person that they are in that current moment, not the person they're going to become in the future. That's a big mistake that a lot of people make when it comes to being involved or being in relationships. They think that if I marry them, they'll change or if I'm with them, they may level up. That's not the case. A lot of times you may be with them and you could be a stepping stone to get them to the next level, but they're not you're not going to go with them. You just passing through and that's a difficult thing to accept um which leads me to my last question for you um which is what inspired you to launch all of these businesses like 
you are talk about everything that you do because I don't even know how to read. There's a list, so <laughs> can you talk about that a little bit? And your camera, could you, your camera's kind of down a little bit. You may want to scoop it up a little bit. Um, so yeah, we know we have ibfancy.com, but I think you're also mm-hmm. a travel agent, right? I think I saw on your Instagram you do that. You also own a lip gloss line as well, all right. So yeah, I'm gonna let you talk about that and talk about what inspired you to launch all of these different things. Okay, so like you said, I have my online clothing store, ivyfancy.com. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter has a lip gloss line, Anna's Magic. Um, oh, that's Baby Girl's line. Yeah. Ah, shout out to Baby Girl. Okay, I see what you're doing there. That's the plug. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, I am a travel agent and I have my own podcast as well, Being Grown. And, um, I am starting coming up, hopefully by the end of this year, we have it all together, but I am going to be doing, um, another podcast, but it's going to be kind of, um, like a show like on YouTube. It's okay. called T Mobile, T E A Mobile, with my um with one of my friends, Rodriguez Quashan Jackson. Um, Rodriguez gonna be a host. You said Rodriguez yes. Quashan Jackson. Rodriguez. 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 Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Correct me. Yes. <laughs> he's gonna be a host as well so we're teaming up and doing this together and i'm very excited about it so be looking for it yeah mm-hmm. i'm i'm looking out um i definitely want to do, do a collaboration so you guys let me know once you guys get it up and running and uh i would love to be a part of that um whatever you guys have going on however i can support whatever whatever you need i want to be a support so um okay Thank cool you. yeah keep going i'm sorry Oh, that was all. That was it? That's all that I do. (laughs) Okay, okay. Did you do these, like, when you were younger and you just kind of, like, kept it going, kept it going? Like, what what was that? No, never. Um, So, I started my clothing store first. Um, I always wanted to work for myself. I never thought I was good at selling anything, but <laughs> I knew that I like clothes and I like looking nice. So I was like, hey, maybe this would be a good idea. So after I started and launched, I turned out to be very successful at it. So then um, my daughter liked lip gloss. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's just make some. And then we made some and it turned out really good. So I was like, well, you know, we should get the... um." We should get the um, paperwork and stuff, you know, so we can launch it. And then with the travel agent stuff, I said that I was going to start traveling this year. I had never traveled, never been on a plane, never been on a train. Wait, hold on. Stop. Time out. This year, you had never traveled, never been on a plane until this year? Until this year. Wow. That definitely deserves a round of applause. (laughs) leveling up that's yes, awesome I, I took my first plane ride um last month my birthday was the 18th and i left on the 13th i went to vegas 
First wow. time on a plane. Vegas. You went to Vegas yep. for your first flight. I did. <laughs> That's what's up. Shout out to Vegas, man. Um, I was on a plane coming back from Chicago back to Miami and there was these these two young ladies who were in college it was right before the pandemic really hit hard right actually yeah like right on the cuff I think the pandemic had already happened but they they were like in college and it was like oh no we going I'm sorry yeah it's pandemic not stopping us and so I was just talking to them and it was like yeah this is our first time you know uh and they were asking me like where should we go I'm like look I'm married I got two kids I just only been living in Miami for two years the best I can tell you is Walmart (laughs) (laughs) I don't go out at all like I'm sorry not Walmart Walmart man you better you be in the parking lot you from a country town what you mean so yeah. look growing up in the country all right we would go chill in the parking lot and just talk well obviously we had other festivities happening around that time that i'm not gonna talk about but we were in the walmart parking lot that's all we had our population was like maybe four to five thousand people at the most it was very small so when you say small that's town four thousand people not small no. What you mean? Time, we only we only had like a thousand people one stop like we didn't have no Walmart. <laughs> we don't have no Bojangles. Oh it. no. Okay. So you sound like All right, so I'm from Amy, Louisiana. Shout out to Amy, Louisiana by the way. All right, so we have a population of about maybe 4,000 people. But there was a rival up the street called Greensburg. Shout out to Greensburg. That probably had around the same, uh, well, one of your commenters just said uh, Walmart, where it's at. Right, exactly, at Walmart in the parking lot. But, um, but yeah, so they had probably a population, maybe 1,000 people, um, which is roughly around where you are. So, yeah, you country, country. I think you more country than me. Very probably so. Yeah, yeah, you country, country. Okay, okay, that's cool. I like it. I like it. Shout out to the country folks in the world, man. People don't understand that you know, um, growing up in the country gives you a level of respect and and garnishment for for different experiences in life. And I tell my wife, my wife is actually from Miami, so she grew up in the city, and then she went to Florida State and got her uh, her uh, master's and bachelor's, uh, and then she moved to Houston, Texas, and then that's how we met. We met in Houston. so your boy has been on a tour, all right? So I started in Louisiana, and then I moved to Houston, and I spent, like, maybe six years in Houston. I met my wife there. I got married there. We had our first son, and then we decided that we needed to move closer to family. Louisiana was completely out, and so it just left us with <laughs> Canada and Miami, and then we chose Miami because I had a great job opportunity out here in Miami. So, um, shout out to Miami, shout out to Louisiana, shout out to Houston, shout out to North Carolina, shout out to all those great places. Shout out to Wifey. Shout out to Wifey, my Wifey. That deserves more of us. That's the backbone to everything that I do. Uh, she's awesome, man. Um, and actually, guys, while I have you here, let me go ahead and put this disclaimer right there. My wife and I are going to be hosting a joint series, and this series is going to be called the 120-Day Rule, 
okay now in this series we're going to be breaking down what should happen for any single woman or single man whether you're a high value and you're making a hundred plus thousand dollars a year if you're middle class so on and so forth we're going to be breaking down what are some of the things you should be looking for within those first 120 days to identify bullshit or to identify whether or not that person is genuine about their experience with you all right, so it's going to be a very, very great series. We're going to have different guests on the show, people diving in or coming in who are all across the country. They're going to be joining us and giving their experiences and shout out to them. So stay tuned. Make sure you like this podcast page. Stay connected to me because I dropped some really amazing content. As you can see, I have some great yeah. guests on. They share some awesome experiences and um, it's really fun. So joy. Miss Joy Leak, L-E-A-K-E. All right. Thank you so much for coming on to the show and sharing your experiences with us and all of your guests and everyone that followed you into the podcast. Thank you guys for being a part of this experience. I hope that we share some things that was that was good and beneficial for you that you can take with you on your everyday journey in life. Uh, I drop episodes every hour. Well, let me say this. I do live podcasts every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where we have different guests on the show. And I drop those episodes on Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. I'm there. Speaking of which, let me go ahead and pull this up really quick so that you guys can feel what I'm talking about. It's better if I show you better than I can tell you. That's what my mom used to always say. All right. right. So this is the O Johnson podcast. And I want you guys to do me a favor. The first thing I want you to do is go to the website at the O Johnson podcast dot simplecast dot Come and when you're here you will have the opportunity to watch all of my previous episodes and all of the guests that I've had on it's going to be awesome tune in check them out you can then also subscribe to your personal preference of listening platform that you would like which either is Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public Spotify, iHeartRadio you name it I'm there tune in subscribe and stay connected right I may even ask you to come on the show then what I need you to do is rate my podcast and I'm actually going to ask Joy to do this for me. So if you can go to my website and actually go to rate my podcast, you guys will be able to go in here and just place in your personal preference rating. This is not uh, this is anonymous, so I will not know who's filling it out unless you tell me down in the comment section. But go ahead, uh, rate my podcast. What do you think about the production? What did you think about the content? So on and so forth. This will help me level up my podcast experience, not just for myself, but for you as well who's listening. And I really would appreciate you if you guys could do that for me. Thank you in advance. Uh, the next thing I need you to do is go to my YouTube channel. Click on that YouTube banner and it will take you directly into YouTube. And you can go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel and rewatch all of my podcasts episodes i have people on here from all over the country and these people come from different walks of life and they have different experiences so please i think that what we're doing here is really healthy for the community dive in let me know your thoughts what i can do better it would definitely help out along the way finally you can make sure that you like 
this podcast page by simply going to the Facebook live stream show banner and it will take you directly into the live stream that's happening uh, if there's one happening at that time obviously it will just take you into my page where you can go in here and then just simply subscribe and follow the page which we have up right now so with that being said everyone again joy thank you so much for coming on to the show let me give you another round of applause yes of course of course thank you uh shout out to you i want to give you some words of encouragement uh i want you to keep going that that's all i have to say despite what family listen what i found is family will not support (laughs) just i'm sorry to say that but your support is going to come from the strangers that you meet on the street the people that believe in what you're trying to do because when it comes to family and direct direct friendship a lot of times for some reason they're always the last to jump on the bandwagon so i want to say salute to you um thank you for sharing your talents with the world and uh with your daughter and um and you're you're doing great things i'm proud of you even though we don't we barely know each other i'm proud of you for what you're doing keep going uh don't let any stumbling block stop you from from advancing and doing great things in your life so i can tell you're gonna do you're gonna do great things you're gonna look back on this 10 years from now and you're gonna say man let me check on this guy's podcast because he has some dope content so i want you to remember this conversation all right I am. Thank you. Awesome, man. Thank you guys so much. So with that being said, everyone, this has been your boy Orlando J back again with another episode of the O Johnson podcast. Thank you. Much love. Grand love to you guys. And we are out of here.